How do you feel about holier-than-thou religious types? How does the world feel about holier-than-thou religious types? We tend to hate such hypocrites. But we need to realize that God hates the holier-than-thou even more. In Isaiah chapter 65, verse 5, the Lord speaks of those who say, Keep away, don't come near me, for I am too sacred for you. In the Old King James Bible, I am holier than thou. Here are these self-righteous people who curl their lip at the unwashed heathen. Sin is far beneath them, and they are far above the masses. The tragedy of these kinds of people is that they claim to represent God. Worse still, the world tends to believe them. Thus, a world that despises holier-than-thou believers feels roughly the same way towards God. But here is what God wants the world to know. He also hates the holier-than-thou types. Here is his verdict on such religious people. Isaiah 65 verse 5, Such people are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that keeps burning all day long. God hates the holier-than-thou religious because they commit two grievous errors. Uh, Firstly, they have no actual interest in holiness itself. What matters to them is their holiness in comparison to you. C.S. Lewis saw this clearly in uh, Mere Christianity. His chapter on pride is just so exceptional. He says, Pride gets no pleasure out of having something, only out of having more of it than the next person. We say that people are proud of being rich or clever or good-looking, but they're not. They are proud of being richer or cleverer or better-looking than others. If everyone else became equally rich or clever or good-looking, there would be nothing for them to be proud of. And so, you know, it's the comparison, says C.S. Lewis, that makes you proud. It's the pleasure of being above the rest. And once that that element of competition has gone, then pride goes as well. Well, the same can be said here of holiness. There are those who are holier than thou, right? They're not interested in holiness. They simply use it as a tool for exalting themselves over you. That's the first problem with these holier-than-thou people. The second is this. It's that they completely misunderstand holiness. For them, holiness is about standing apart and keeping others at bay, yeah? But the truly holy person is not estranged from, but committed to others. We know this because in Isaiah we have already met the one who is superlatively holy. In Isaiah chapter 6, we saw the Lord Jesus who is holy, holy, holy. We saw how Isaiah cried out, woe is me, in the presence of the Lord. But that's not because the Lord himself wanted separation. The problem is not with the Lord. The problem is with Isaiah. And so in his holiness in Isaiah 6, the Lord makes forgiveness to fly to the prophet. And he sets Isaiah on his feet and he commissions him to preach to the nation. So instead of a shut-off holiness... The holiness of the Lord of Isaiah 6 is an outgoing holiness who wants to forgive and cleanse and atone for Isaiah and and raise him up and send him out to the nations. It's an outgoing holiness. His name throughout Isaiah is the Holy One of Israel. 
and this title is constantly attached to his saving activity. It's as he goes out to redeem his people that he is called the Holy One. His holiness certainly contrasts with our sin, but that's not because he shuts himself away from us, the very opposite. We're the ones who shut ourselves down. He pursues us with a fierce and relentless passion. This is his holiness. It is his complete, loving, passionate, blazing commitment to the salvation of his people. And so in contrast to those who claim to be holier than thou, Isaiah 65 begins with a true picture of holiness. Isaiah 65 verse 2 The Holy One of Israel says, All day long I have held out my hands to an obstinate people. From early morning until last thing at night, the Lord Jesus stretches out His arms to reconcile His people. His holiness does not seek distance from sinners. It does not erect an insulating wall against sin. It's the opposite. Holiness is an arms-wide offer to the wicked. It's about pursuing the rebellious with steadfast, blazing, fierce, committed, passionate love. No wonder the Holy One of Israel chose crucifixion as the way to demonstrate His holy love. Christ's holiness has nothing to do with closing Himself off from all the nasty sinners. Christ's holiness is a purity that blazes out and seeks to sanctify what is unclean. Think of the leper with Jesus drawing near to the Holy One. What does Jesus do in His holiness? He reaches out and spreads His holy love in healing and restoration. If there's anyone who could claim to be holier than thou, surely it's the Lord Jesus. But what does He do in His holiness? He bleeds for His enemies. This is true holiness. So let's renounce all our holier-than-thou religiosity. Is there a self-righteous spirit in us that thinks we are better than others? Is there a holiness that we seek that is anything other than Christ-like love for God and for neighbor? If so, let's turn from that holier-than-thou hypocrisy and instead know true holiness. True holiness is found in Christ's outstretched arms of holy love.